0: Welcome along. It's the third episode of the Slim Tax Podcast. Yes, we're back, people, after a brief hiatus. Um, Thank you for sticking with us. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the support and all the feedback we've been getting, which I think Ben is going to get into now.
1: Absolutely. Straight in there. Thank you very much to everyone who came through. Uh, Shout out to Nightshade on Twitter, who said, sort your mic levels out. Hopefully we've done that now and it sounds nice and crisp. The problem is, Tim has this lovely, fine, dulcet tone and this, yeah. uh, this very pleasant reedy voice, whereas I like to bellow like Brian Blessed, <laughs> and sometimes this can mess things up. Uh, yeah. we're, we're a low production value type of podcast, but yeah. we try and just power through with sheer lust for life. Two guys, one mic was the
0: uh, <laughs> other name for the podcast we were going to go with.
1: That's right. That was the working title, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that, I'm sure that probably exists somewhere. Yeah. Someone's probably already had it. Sorry if they have. I'm not stepping on your toes, um, but yeah, yeah, we've had some we've had some good feedback, we've had some good contact from people. Can, yes. we them, can we call them fans yet? But there won't be any Listeners. feedback tonight because the mics sound oui. lovely.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, i so sorry. Um, yeah, uh, shout out to Dan Wright on Twitter who came through and we were talking in I think episode one about Helter Skelter and our shared joy. Uh, and love for old school jungle And yep. and base and all that business And, and tape yeah Dan came through and said That it was a guy called Dave Pratley Who started Helter Skelter With his missus back in the day So shout out to yeah. Dave Prattley And you for his unnamed misses. Uh, there we are yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah What have you been listening to recently Tim
0: um, What have I been listening to That's a very good question Um there's a new mix that just dropped this week by uh, the legendary Mr. Thing. Really? Which is a very, yeah, it's called uh, The Source. And it's him basically chopping up his favourite breaks and samples from loads of classic hip-hop tracks. Oh, shit. Um, it's on my blog, which is, uh, well, ginger com. if you don't know by now. Or just give um, it some Googs. Yeah, get on the Google. Um, Man, I need to check that out. Mr. Thing is...
1: <clears throat> he's my favourite DJ consistently mm. over the years. He's just mm. wicked. Like he's the guy that just goes deep with, like you're saying. You know, he'll chop the breaks up and then the hip hop track, and yeah. it'll always be a surprising one. It won't be the obvious one. You and know? you
0: can tell he genuinely loves it as well. Yeah. Everything he puts his hand to, he he uh, does with that with that passion. And he's put on the um, I think it's on Mixcloud the actual mix, um, and he said in the blurb that he hasn't provided a tracklist because he. Uh, he likes having to have people guess what he's, uh, what they're from and stuff. So, which I think is part of the part of the fun, isn't it? Well, there we are. Mm. He's, he's got the craft. You have yeah. to
1: respect the craft. You have to do the work if you're trying to
0: trying to get that knowledge. Exactly. Um, I've also been stepping away from hip hop. I've been revisiting the Yeah Yeah Years back catalogue. Is which, that right? Yeah. Do you know much? No, about? this is a
1: foreign language to me. Please. So they're like a knowledge. sort of.
0: I don't know I, th- I think they get called Art Punk Even though I'm not quite sure What that is um, uh-huh. Post Punk Sort of It's a female singer Called Karen O oh, Who um, Actually did a project This year with Danger Mouse Which is Very, oh, right. very good um, I think it's called Lux Prima Is their, their project You should check that out But uh, yeah 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 It's a, like a, a Sort of art punk Garage punk um, Indie rock band uh, Two Guys and a Girl a String of albums, all very, very good. Sort of a loose, punky feel in the start, quite a DIY feel, and then got a lot more cleaner as it progressed. But yeah, well, that's gone all, all the
1: way out of your mouth and right over my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I all will endeavor to get up to speed. Yeah, and we'll have a good old <laughs> if chat. You we'll have a chin wag about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another and uh, time.
0: and uh, you mentioned uh, the new Little Brother album.
1: Oh, cripes. Yeah. yeah, very exciting indeed. Just out of nowhere as well. Just Little Brother. I mean. We were just talking just before we hit record. Uh, I just couldn't contain my excitement. <laughs> little, yeah, that's the one. The album of the week for me. Mm. Um, that has engrossed me somewhat. I mean, Fonte, what a guy! Oh yeah, just he's definitely one of my top MCs ever. Mm. And he's just got. Uh, he just. I'll get onto it, but he, he comes through with. He nails the grown-up raps, basically. Yeah, he'll always. Be able to attack a subject that no one is rapping about and just smash it in a very unique way. Yeah. Um, Big Poo, which is always just a a great rapper name to, to say in an English accent. Oh, isn't it? Course, Rapper yeah. Big Poo. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, he was always the foil, you know. always the competent foil. I mm-hmm. feel like he stepped mm-hmm. up on this one, and he he's, he's got even more. You know, I always liked him. I'm not dissing. There's no disrespect. Fonte is. Always the guy, and he's got the singing chops as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's done the production. I mean, uh, I don't know if Ninth Wonder is involved at all, right? Uh, or, or who's on board. I haven't got that far as to, to look into that. Um, but it, it's got that that LB Sheen definitely. Mm. It's got that little brother vibe all the way through. The skits are really good on it. Um, they, they've always been pretty heavy on that and uh, yeah they, there's one particular skit where they've got Questlove on it and they they just crack a joke and you can tell that it's just a, a completely natural <laughs> they've just caught uh, Questlove laughing and he just fully does a belly laugh, yeah. and it just goes into the next track it's <laughs> wicked but yeah it made me like you know when, when I hear an album that is like that it makes me really go oh this is I don't want to copy that but I want <clears> to <throat> Get into the studio and make some music, I yeah, want to yeah. do something, it's inspiring. It's the first time I've been inspired by some hip-hop for a little while. I oh, think.
0: that's good then, that's good. I shamefully haven't even listened to it yet, which is terrible, considering my profession, but um, I will get round to it. Um, well, don't beat yourself up to no, no. no, that, no. That's, that's all I've listened to all week, yeah, yeah. whereas you've been darting all over the place. I mentioned Ninth Wonder, I should say he's got a new uh, project with MERS, yes. um, something like that, I think it's their seventh Collaboration, no way. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, so it's called Brighter Days, but days spelt like dazed and confused. Um, but yeah, they're they're a winning combo. And
1: yeah, I I, I know really about this bit. because I listened to Felipe's Garage, which <coughs> is the uh, podcast that Murs used to be on with right. uh, with his mate Cookbook. Mm-hmm. That's well worth a listen to. They were talking about that and breaking it down. Okay, but yeah, that's a a, from from our podcast to another. I recommend listening to
0: Felipe Felipe's Garage. It's dope. But yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out and the Rhapsody album as well. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Stunning album. Um, and it's very uh, feminine centric. Is that a word I can use? (laughs) Um, but the whole point of it is that um, I mean it was it was it was strange because obviously the fanfare that any sort of Cardi B release gets or Megan the Stallion or whatever these other I've never heard rappers. of Megan Stallion who's that? Uh, she's a female rapper who's sort of in the same oh, I, I think I... sound as Cardi B
1: She didn't do the tune with the cherry on her
0: ass. I'm not sure to be honest that Maybe might be something else Maybe But there wasn't much Cutting fanfare. edge of music journalist <laughs> yeah, yeah, from me yeah, here Yeah <laughs> Is that the one with the cherry on her eyes? <laughs> um, but yeah, there wasn't much um, um, hype or fanfare for Rapsy's <laughs> album, but it's actually really, really, um, yeah, really stunning. And uh, I don't know if you heard her last one, Layla's Wisdom. Yeah. Which was really good. Um, you know, you had Kendrick on there. Um, this is, again, follows in the same sort of vein. It's ninth and the Soul Council, I believe, doing the production. Um and uh, every track is named after a uh, a powerful feminine icon. Um, and, yeah, it's just a really good album. Queen of Tifa's on there. Oh, did you see Queen, Queen of Tifa at the VMA Awards
1: coming in on... The, or Video Music Awards no. coming in on the... <laughs> no. I mean, I don't make a habit of watching such, such dross. No. But, but... Uh, she rolled in on... Uh, on some massive, great Kawasaki or something. Um, uh, I don't know anything about motorbikes. Um, she came in on a big motorbike and just got onto the stage and then did that Unity song, you know, from oh, back in the day. Yes. She fucking absolutely killed it. Oh, it was amazing. That's but really good. I just saw that little video on Instagram and just I was entranced by that. I was yeah. like, oh shit, that's a bit of my childhood there. But she absolutely smashed it. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I feel like I should suitably come on stage with a little. Children's trike or something <laughs> in tribute to that. I wanted to do a video. Do you remember when um, uh, the Otis video came out? Which uh, the, the Kanye West and Jay Z, oh, yes, yeah. they kind of walk through up to some barn. Um, it all looks a bit breaking bad, you know. They get into there and then they, they they just sort of, it looks like they sort of go to work and soup up this car and they just mm. whiz around in the car park yeah, for a yeah, bit. Yeah. I really wanted to do a. Uh, a sort of spoof of that at the time where I go and just get a little just go into a massive great garage and then just come out with a a shitty little go-kart or something Mm. or push bike and just do some skids but it was vetoed by the people I was working with at the time Yeah, they said it'd be far too difficult and complicated, <laughs> and I should just stand by a wall instead. So that's what happened. Um, yeah, maybe I should just bring that out. You know, yeah, yeah, the reference it. would be lost. It'd be a, it wouldn't be a timely reference. But you know, maybe just for my own—well, no, exactly. You know, for my own gratification. Yeah. Maybe I'd like uh, to get myself a little. It try. sounds
0: like it's something that's still playing on your mind. Well, quite I haven't thought lot. about
1: it for quite a while, I must admit. But uh, this is the beauty of beauty of just a, a random stream of thoughts mm. that we like to cultivate on this show, is something that can just lurch up from the hidden depths. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, you know, it's a sticking point with me. I yeah, I can tell. My fucking
0: mm. video with the trike. Um, there is one more album which um it's not out yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, do you know, Blockheads. Yeah, I love the Blockheads (laughs) Shut up Stop it Um, For those who don't know, Blockhead was What is a New York producer Who first came to my attention Through his work with Aesop Rock Back in the day Um, And you can hear a lot of Blockhead's influence in Aesop Rock's production Since he started doing his own beats Um, But he released a really good album In January this year called Free Sweatpants right. uh, which was his first I think producer album so it was him on the beats and then various rappers Billy Woods, a guy called Tree Vic Spencer, um, Breeze Bruins on there um, and that was a really good album but it, all his albums before that had been instrumental albums and now he's coming back with a, another instrumental album um, and he released the first single today again you can find it on my blog um, but it's sounding very uh Very healthy, so I'm looking forward to that. I think it's out in November. Dead Um, good. Shout out to my mate, Heinzee
1: Hines, in Brighton, who was always a big Blockhead fan, put me on to him. Mm. And uh, the way that he makes beats as well, also massively inspired by
0: Blockhead. Mm. Yeah, Yeah,
1: he he has a very distinctive style, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, I think I read in an interview... Was it an interview? I read somewhere he was speaking about... He didn't... um, Saying about how he didn't really like making instrumental music as such, but he tries to put some sort of... um, what's the word? Some sort of mark on it, his own mark on it, using samples and stuff, so it's kind of... I don't know. There's a bit more depth to it than the standard instrumental albums. Yeah, well, he's definitely like...
1: If you, if you put on instrumental hip-hop on an algorithm on Spotify or something, it'll always come back around to Blockhead. Mm. I mean, maybe that's just my own searches. I don't know how mm. these things work, but... It seems to be that he's... Yeah, he's, got, I mean, he's all, got some great... All like all that's worth.
0: Music by... <clears throat> sorry, Music by Cave Light is a great album. Um, I think it's Uncle Tony's Colouring Book. That's another great one. Uh, Insomniac Olympics, things like that. Yeah, he's got some some really good stuff out there. So, uh, so there you are, um, ladies and gents. And in case check. you didn't
1: know, if you've got some shit to do, you've got some menial chores, you don't want rappers up in your ears no. and messing things up, you need some good instrumental music, stick some blockhead on, mm. shit's getting done. Yeah. I once um tried to do some uh some tidying up quite recently in fact and I, I was getting I was having a bit of a Nirvana face in the same way that you were checking out the AA years again yep, retrospectively. Yep. Mm. I was going through some old Nirvana stuff and I put on Bleach and that was a terrible idea for getting things done. <laughs> I forgot how Yeah, you know, it's a great album, it's raw as fuck that one. But um yeah, I just got really angry and had to put on some
0: over or something. It was a terrible idea. It was a terrible state of affairs. So yeah, that's our tip for the week. Yeah. don't <laughs> don't put on Nirvana if you need to do some tidying. It's not. I went to uh,
1: I went to a wedding over the weekend, talking to Nirvana, and um, uh, and I met some kids there. And as I came out of the little hotel place I was staying, some kids who were at the wedding as well. I came out and they were standing there looking like a little gang, and one of them said. Do you like Nirvana? And I went, Yeah, I do. And they went, What's your favourite Nirvana song? And I, so I've got, I could only think of "Rape Me" and "I Hate Myself <laughs> When I Want to Die," <laughs> and uh, I ma- eventually managed to uh, stutter out "Heart-Shaped Box," but uh, which they yeah. seemed suitably nonplussed by. Well,
0: it's better than but, the, you know, Alan Partridge. I think I'd have to say the best of Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Always a classic. But yeah, shout out to those kids who were cool as fuck. Mm. And still listen to Nirvana. I mean, how? how what, what sort of age group are we talking? Seven? Really? Yeah, they were tiny. Wow. They said cool parents. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah.
1: Jesus. Super young. So yeah, well, the, you know what? I can't remember if we talked about this before, but Nirvana, out of all of those bands from that era of the 90s, you know, those, those kind of. Um, they're actually out of anything. They're the only band that really endure for teens, mm. like forever, like unquestioningly. You might that m- might be arguable. You might find some teenagers that are into whatever Pearl Jam, yeah, but not oh, really. really. No, no, but
0: that's the thing. Yeah, no, you're, no, you're right. Totally. No
1: kids are really listening to. Or like things will come in and out. You know, suddenly there's a bit of an N.W.A. resurgence. Yeah. Suddenly there's a Motley Crue resurgence. But Nirvana is always there consistently. Yeah. Like there's something about it that. Uh, that teenagers get into Maybe not traditionally Like seven year olds But you know Cool mm. Starting them young
0: And they're pretty much The only band From that Grunge era That are still Doing the same numbers That they were Back then Like I say Pearl Jam People like that would <clears throat> I'm pretty sure They've broken up Highly popular <laughs> No I meant Doing the same numbers In sales Ah I see You know what I mean um, But uh, yeah So I think there was A lot of those Grunge bands That were very Highly popular at the time And then Petered out As the The uh, the listeners got older or but yeah, like you say, it's endured over the generations since Yeah, with Nirvana.
1: I I'm kind of the classic corny just dipping his toe in guy mm. that really likes Nirvana. But you know, I can name you a couple of Pearl Jam songs mm. and uh smashing
0: pumpkins, it's not for me. Yeah. a Pearl Jam I was I was quite into for a while, but um and that album ten is still really strong but did yeah.
1: you did you ever listen to um, there was an, uh, that really awful film in the nineties Judgment Night and there was a soundtrack to it where I don't know if it was on Def Jam or something like that but they got loads of hip hop artists and they got sort of grunge and metal artists and they made them collaborate on it. Oh god! if well, they didn't make them, I suspect they suggested it. Yeah. And then they all followed suit, but um, it, uh, you know, it, with, with with kind of a range of results, but it's cool. There's, they've got there's a um, Cypress Hill were with uh what the fuck are they called um oh that's going to be really annoying kim what's her face is the singer sonic youth jesus christ okay yeah, yeah 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 have to apologize i'm not very switched on today i need no, a bit faded
0: sorry yeah it's fine
1: uh but um yeah and who else oh, biohazard and onyx that was the
0: oh, shit oh wow. judgment night <laughs> right yeah that album is incredible i've actually what got it up here there? um wow this is quite a uh it was Cypress Hill and Sonic Youth. Yes. House of Pain and Helmet. Uh, De La Soul and Teenage Fan Club. That's dope. Run DMC and Living Colour. Uh, Biohazard and Onyx. Slayer and Ice Tea, which is obviously going to work. I can't remember of... that one. Yeah, but I'm just going by body count and his history with that. Yeah, of yeah, of course. Music,
1: anyway. Um the faith that's the best one. Uh, faith no more and the Booyah Tribe. That is an incredible Pearl
0: gene. Jam and Cypress Hill. And oh, there's a Pearl Jam tune Yeah, and there's also yeah. Dinosaur Jr. and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. I don't know if that of was like a is. like a play on the fact that he's Homo sapien. And it's a di- I don't know where that was like a, you know an ancient maybe all the animal gang mm-hmm. uh, all the stuff living and, creatures.
1: And then, uh, pff- I remember that one. That was like an early pause button. Beat, I, I rapped on that many
0: years ago. I did some really bad rapping when I was about fourteen. And apparently, um, some mix a lot and mud honey, which could be yes, quite, basically quite interesting.
1: I'm going to listen to that tomorrow. Mm. So should you, everyone. Yeah, and so should you, Tim. That is no, a, no, I'm that
0: definitely my, my hot yeah. tip. Yeah, um, there were four singles apparently, including "Faith No More" and "Booyah Tribe." Mm. There's um. a video
1: with Onyx, and they're all Onyx, and um biohazard and they're all in like a truck like they've just been nicked the film i remember because i was i remember i uh i bought this without having heard it anywhere it's one of those things back in the day you just go in the shop and go what the fuck all these people mm. are on it um and i vaguely heard of some of the rock names but as was the hip-hop names that drew me there but then it got me into like a few of the other otherwise. yeah, yeah. But like uh but yeah like the um the film, I remember seeing it. I think I saw it on Channel 5 about 15 years later, and it is absolute dog shit. And it's from that era of films that are kind of I hold dear to my heart, but they are pretty terrible. Yeah. Around sort of 93, 92, they've normally got iced tea in them. Uh, this one hasn't. I can't remember who's in this. Emilio, Emilio Esterfez is in it. I think right. he's a badass and he's chasing down some teens and they get okay. killed. I think it's a bit like The Purge, basically. It's kind of like a precursor right, okay. to that. Although it's, it's more like they're getting chased by some gangsters who right. don't give a fuck. So actually, it's nothing like the purge. It's just, uh, it's just kind of violent. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Well, we've moved into the film section of the uh, of <clears throat> yeah. the hot critique. The terrible film section. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, oh, surviving the game. RIP Roger Hauer, who passed away not long ago. But surviving the game. Uh, is definitely another film that I put in that bracket of shit terrible films have you ever seen that? I've
0: got a lot of shit films to catch up on by the sounds of it because I haven't uh, haven't even seen that no no. well
1: yeah Mm. pull up a pew I need to watch that one again I was advised not to watch it by my good friend Roop just to just to leave it where it is in the past (laughs) but you know the curiosity it's got Gary Busey in it in his prime right Um, he's always entertaining I mean just like looking
0: at his face <clears throat> Apparently
1: he's really fucked up now. Really? I think I've got. I think he had an accident at some point, and he's just about holding it together. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Gary. Let me take the piss out of your face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but his son is the guy. He was in. Um, he's now kind of of the age. Um, I can't remember his name. It's something like Sean Busey or something right. like that. It's not Sean Busey, but Barry. Uh, Barry Bussey. Barry Goosey. Yeah. Um, uh, he's in Stranger Things. He's the sexist boss in the office oh my that, like, god <laughs> I can see this now you've said
0: that I can see the similarity
1: and he he was also in um, Starship Troopers he was Buzz in that okay. yeah, was, that yeah, was when yeah. he was younger but now he's at the age where uh, at, he's at the age that Gary Busey was when he was in his prime mm. doing those films back in the 90s right. so he's kind of like new Gary Busey wow Gary
0: Newsey. yeah Gary yeah wow ah. wow well, um, anyway, that was our roundup of the Busey yeah, family tree.
1: Gary Busey, he's that guy in those all 80s films that just has the big, big coke eyes, yeah, and, and crazy sort of snarling teeth. jaw, yeah, yeah. Just, and always really intense. But yeah, in um, surviving the game, he is that guy.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, if you don't know what Gary Busey looks like, it's worth just googling him. Because there are some amazing images of his face out there. Um, yeah,
1: I'd like I'd like a Gary Busey t-shirt.
0: Oh, I would love a Gary Busey t-shirt. That
1: could be a hot look if anyone's out there. Mm. That's my Amazon wish list. Mm. Uh, I think I'm going to speak more about surviving the game because it's all coming back to me now. So it's right. about they pick up. Um, what's his face? Ice T is a homeless guy at the beginning, right? And he's got some long, dank-looking dreads. And they find him in the streets of, let's say, L.A., something mm. like that. Um, and then they, these rich... When I say they, I mean this group of rich people who sort of promise to um, sort of do him up and, and, and see him well in the world. Mm. And they're kind of feeding him. But what it sort of transpires is they are sending him out to chase him down. And they're, they're using him as as basically a hunt. Oh, okay. Uh, as a, as a oh, hunting prey Yes yeah. yeah, so
0: it's it's dark. Mm. Uh, so it's, up until that point it sounded like trading places. <laughs> yeah, it <sounded> kind <laughs> that's of it's gone taking a definite yeah.
1: No, but uh so it gets but I mean it's it's too ridiculous to be too dark, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um it's, it's Gary Busey snarling at people. Mm. And of course, you know, he uh well he may or may not outwit them all. Yeah. Uh no spoilers. Yeah, on this show. I mean, uh, <laughs> you, just just watch it. And it's entertaining, even though I've ruined it. Um, <laughs> I always wonder what, what do you think is going to happen. It's not really a spoiler. Yeah, yeah,
0: I always wonder what the time limit for spoilers was. Anyway, like I reckon about thirty years. Is I saw decent. someone kick off about oh, what was it? Six cents the other day. Six cents. Yeah, yeah I think and I was like, if you don't know the plot twist in that by now, like. I mean I don't, I don't even want to say it just in case people complain well yeah you know you don't want to be pulled into that but bracket no, but, but um, it, there must be you know I think that's reasonable yeah there's no one like kicking off about the end of Bleak House or whatever is there <laughs> i <I'm spoiling> that <laughs> well I haven't read that so oh I won't I won't ruin it for keep
1: you it, keep it zipped <laughs> um, The Village do you remember The Village that was a later M. Night Chumlin oh one. god yeah and uh, that was oh, yeah. yeah it was all but like mm. in that one what like? How come planes never flew over? You know that would instantly fuck it up. Yeah. Because in case you don't know what I'm talking about, Village was a film. Uh, I'm about to ruin another film. I'm just <laughs> going to leave it there. Watch the Village if you like; it's all right. Yeah. But definitely watch Sub- Surviving the Game. That is my hot tip.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: excellent. So uh,
0: we there is um, some news this week, isn't there? So we, yeah. Um, there is an announcement of sorts. Um, I am going to be uh, leaving the fine city of Bristol for a couple of months uh, from next week to go and pursue my lifelong dream of being a nut farmer. Woo! <laughs> it's, it's not a lifelong dream, it's just a uh, an opportunity that's arisen for me and um, I kind of need to uh, sort some things out. And um, this has presented itself to me, so I'm going to go down to Kent and um, work on this farm for a couple of months um and uh get my shit together and then I'll I'll be back fully powered up and refreshed um so what that means for this old podcast well we're not sure yet are we well i mean we we're going to try and work out a way of making it happen yeah we'll see what happens. possible
1: most importantly you know sometimes life gets in the way tim's going to go and do his thing
0: and uh you know yeah uh the, the nut farm is yeah, going yeah, to tri- yeah. I know. No, 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 no matter how many times I say it, it still sounds hilarious. But um yeah, cob nuts. Cob nuts for all. What is a cob nut? I have no idea. Well, I can't wait to I'm tell gonna, me. <laughs> I'm going to learn everything on Monday.
1: <laughs> well, you know, we're going to endeavour to keep it going. Maybe some long distance thing. Maybe there'll be some sort of Skype link up. You're going to mm. be my pen pal. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll figure that out. We'll figure yeah, yeah. the details but, out. But fear but, not,
0: because it's not over. It's just a... Uh, Maybe another hiatus, but it won't be long, and I'll be I'll be I'll be back. We'll be back um, soon enough. But it's a kind of a necessary thing for me to to go and do. <clears throat> so um,
1: yes, you can't keep a good slim down. No, no. He's gonna be right back up there. Yeah. Full of nut energy. <laughs>
0: yes. Bzzz. Yeah, nuts everywhere, mate.
1: Get more nuts than a squirrel. Yeah. What's yeah. your favourite rap line with the references nuts?
0: <clears throat> The one I always use Which isn't actually a rap line But I More times in my life Than I can remember I've said "Cashews, everything around me (laughs) Which
1: (laughs) That'll do Yeah there you go
0: That's it
1: Um, What about you? Have you got a favourite? I think it's that one I just said Get more nuts than a squirrel (laughs) I can't remember who it is I think it's someone from Odd Squad With Devin the dude But I'm not positive Uh, Um, Oh the beat's changed Oh I thought uh, I thought a thom- I thought someone was rustling in my uh, <laughs> recycling outside, but no, it's just a quick switch up. Shout out to Pete Cannon for providing the underlay yes. beats very kindly. Thank you, um, Peter. And uh, yeah, Pete Cannon, shout out to you. But also, where's our jingle? Yeah, you know we were promised that. I know we're gonna make do with our blustered intros. Yeah, and. So, you know, forthcoming Maybe, you know, this is a soft release Let's, yeah, let's yeah, call
0: yeah. it that Yeah We'll come back bigger and brighter Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, At some stage And also we've got a logo coming Oh, shit courtesy of a very talented man called Matt Littler Who is a, a collage master And he does it old school as well Where he does them, like, you know In the, in the flesh, well, in the paper <laughs> Um, with a little scalpel, and oh, he comes wow. up with these crazy. He did the um, album artwork for the Strange You album. See, as soon as you showed me his work,
1: I clocked it and thought, mm. oh, I've seen that, I've seen mm. this, and I just the instant style, you know, chimed with me. And I remember the, that album was yeah. very. I was going to say eye-catching, and it's all about big bug eyes and things, isn't it? A big swollen. Mm.
0: Yeah, he does. I mean, he's, some of his stuff's quite dark, but in a in a really good way. He's done he's done some great stuff. I mean, you should. Look him up, um, yeah. Matt Littler is a name, um, and we spoke about working on something a while ago. Me and him, he was going to do some illustrations for an article I was writing, in and that never happened uh, for various reasons. But I thought I'd hit him up about providing something for the for the podcast, and he was more than willing to assist. So, uh, so do you only know him
1: through the means of the internet? Oh yeah, I've never
0: we've never met in the flesh. He's purely a, a mutual. Social media acquaintance, but um, yeah, you know, we both move in similar circles and nice because you know, you know, social
1: media, the internet, and all that, there's a lot of negativity to be drawn from it. Uh, There's uh, a lot of talk of uh, you know, uh, Facebook bringing down democracy. Mm. And while all that is true, I've had some nice experiences on social media recently that reminds you of how it could be a good thing.
0: Oh, I mean, I've you know, I've had some, yeah. I've had some crazy. I met my ex-girlfriend on MySpace, and we were together for five years. Damn. Um, and yeah, I literally moved to live with her in a city before we'd actually even met in person. And um, wow. yeah, so that's things like that. There, there are really, you know, a lot of my friends now who are good friends of mine. Oh, well, right, like, you know, like yourself. That's probably how we first met. That's true. We were internet buddies. Yeah, and there's just plenty of. I mean, even Ella. Shout out to LMA um, from. Uh, the Yogo cop gang she's the girl who's sorted me out with this job in, in Kent and we've never met in person um, but yeah we're you know
1: well, look at that I admire the way that you dive in and follow your sense of conviction well you know it's, it's
0: got to be done and I'm like you know I'm. for those who don't know I've, I, I have quite or I used to have quite bad problems with anxiety and situations like this in my life kind of that's what holds me back and a few years ago I just thought what the hell am I doing? Just, just seize these moments and, and it seems to have worked out for the best so far. So yeah, I'm confident. Yeah, I think it's the you right know, thing to even
1: do. though you're not, you're obviously not going on holiday. You're there to work and that, but just to get out to the countryside oh, exactly. once in a while is important.
0: Exactly. I don't, you know, I don't drive, and I'm not very good at planning stuff. So, it's been a while since I've left the city for more than like a day, and it is a bit. You know, I love Bristol, but it's a bit claustrophobic sometimes, and a bit. You know, especially when I'm in this sort of mindset. So I need, yeah, I need, I need a, I need a break. And it'll that's be good it. And Amen I'll to that. Recharge the old. There you go, people of Kent. Get back to nature. I'm coming for you, Tunbridge Wells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where
1: they always have like a, someone who's disgruntled of Tunbridge Wells. It's
0: right actually, actually I'm like sorry, a, it's actually Royal Tunbridge Wells now. I, ah, yeah, I, uh, I should give them their juice. Not to reason. be confused with Tunbridge, which no. is or Wells. Which, uh, yeah, is, I suppose. which is where they filmed Hot Fuzz. In case you're not aware um.
1: My dad was there on the day uh, My dad was um, He used to be a, uh, um, a tour guide And he was Taking a group of German uh, Holiday makers Around the west country And he saw a police car like, Thrash through a field and slam into a tree mm. I was like oh my god what the hell's <laughs> going on I went over and it turned out to be a film So there you go Well that's lucky it's been mm. a bit of an alarming spectacle. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's Still a then. Have you seen <laughs> This Country by the way? Um, do you know what? No. And this is terrible to me because the amount of people have told me to watch it same with Derry Girls which is another thing I've watched I think I've watched half an episode and I really found it highly entertaining and I haven't gone back to it yet. Yeah. Um, but sorry, yeah, carry on. This Country.
1: Yeah, This Country. I, I stumbled upon that.
0: It's like that small town. Yeah, I mean it just is it,
1: I think it's set in like Gloucester. Yeah, it's like
0: um, the um, the Cotswolds, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah,
1: but it might as well. I mean, it's that's not very far from where I'm from in uh, Oxfordshire. Um, It's
0: not far from where we are now. Yeah, that's true.
1: Midway, isn't it? It's true, but it was. (laughs) It's about. It's kind of like Trailer Park Boys in the Cotswolds, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. Which I kind of at first was sceptical about because I kind of was watching and thinking, "Eh, this just seems a bit too much like Trailer Park Boys. But then it finds its own. It finds its own rhythm mm-hmm. and there's enough humour to it and it's well written enough and the characters are just mm. good enough. But yeah, to, to me it's the best British comedy in years. It's mm. like Peep Show or something. Uh, just fucking hilarious. They just nail the sort of country stereotypes and sort of every little extra character in it is dope. But you got like... Two cousins, you've got Kerry and Curtin, who's right. got immaculate curtains right. and dresses Excellent. like it's the 90s.
0: But mm. Is it set in the 90s or
1: is it set now? No, it's set now, but <coughs> just, they just look like d- dressed in right, the 90s. Everything looks like it hasn't changed yet. It looks like my childhood in a village in the <laughs> 90s very much so. But yeah,
0: it's well good. Um, yeah, Derry Girls is, I don't know if you know, um, but it's set in, I think it's set in Belfast. Mm. But it's in during the Troubles, so I right. think the nineties. Not the eighties, at the nineties. Um and obviously that's not a subject that is easy to derive humour from, but they do it very well. And it's also filmed in those areas as well, which I found quite interesting because mm. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know enough about what it's like in, in Belfast nowadays and in those places that are affected in dairy like places like that. Um but I would imagine there's still quite some quite um, sore memories. And so for them to be able to go and film something like that in those areas and for the community to be behind it, I don't know. That I think that suggests it's quite a... Yeah, it's pretty special. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever see that
1: film that came out a few years ago? I think it was called 71. I hope I have got that right. Uh, about a British soldier who no. was... Um, He's on a mission. Like I mean, I don't want to spoil it because it's a brilliant film. But the first ten minutes, you know, that's fair game. That's like the trailer. Uh, He um, he's a he's a new recruit in seventy one, and he's shipped out immediately with his squad to uh, to Belfast. And then in a kerfuffle, he gets separated in the Catholic area, and he's just got a run around and fend for himself. But it was. It's just a brilliant film. It kind of mm. shows all the different powers and struggles at, at, at play at the time, and just how on either side there's good and bad, light and dark. You know, yeah. it's, it's not a, yeah. it's not done deal. But yeah, dark as fuck. And I feel like just as as, uh, as British men and as uh, particularly English men, like especially growing up in the in the nineties, just didn't know enough about. Troubles or mm. about Ireland at all and as I've grown up and met Irish people and things it's like it's quite embarrassing oh, it's how little we would know about that sort of shit
0: and also I mean I grew up yeah I mean I'm an 80s baby so my my only experience of Irish people back then was men on TV with disguised voices yeah and clavers threatening to blow me up and it put a sense of fear into me which is what it was you know supposed to do but like you say as you get older and you get a more balanced view of what was actually happening and you realise like you said that there's you know evil on both sides and and even I mean even I mean I don't want to get too heavily into it but you know the formation of, of the IRA initially you know if someone was trying to take over your country wouldn't you do something to try and stop that. I mean, I know that's it progressed into something far well, deeper quite than that, yeah, and it was and it became a lot more complex. But you know, they're the the initial roots of it. Eight hundred
1: years of imperialist rule, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And and you know, they were they were what farmers and you know, people like that, just normal people taking on the might of like the British Army to defend their homeland. It's you know, it's a it's not a. Ah, it's fucking insane We yeah. have
1: a uh, A very disturbing legacy In this country Yeah Being celebrated To the max <laughs> yes, By our ruling yes. party
0: Yes oh. Our great, great leaders Yeah Yes Anyway But anyway <laughs> yeah, Hip hop Yeah Yeah <laughs>
1: um, um. So before you Before you leave uh, um, We need to Watch Mandy Yeah This is
0: the, the Nicholas Cage film That came out Was it
1: Yeah, I feel like we need to qualify that statement. We're not just going to sit and stare at a bag of drugs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Our
0: mate Mandy's coming round. We just watch her do the chores. (laughs) Um, No, it's a a film that um, Nicolas Cage was starring in... Is it this year? I think it's this year, isn't it?
1: Probably two years ago and time has just whipped (laughs) by.
0: Yeah, it's very surreal. I don't know, horror? Is it a horror? Fantasy horror? I feel like it's
1: the film that was made... I've only seen the trailer, but it seems like it's off the back of that Nicholas Cage losing his shit <laughs> yeah. little collection, which has brought Nicholas Cage loads of new fans. Yeah, and from that, they've made this film that just seems to amp up that quality in his acting. Yeah, and also,
0: that. but it also seems to have brought him back because I don't know. I don't think you've noticed, but he hasn't really done no, not much, really. And I think he was probably having a few. Difficulties in his personal life, and he'd sort of you know gone through a bit of stress and tribulations and stuff. So, yeah, oh well, I hate
1: to uh, come over all the uh, e news, whatever, hmm. but uh, apparently, he lives in Glastonbury, does We've he? got really? a house there, yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, my <laughs> uh, someone I know um, served him a burger at some sort of little country fete, right? Which So, what is your favourite Nicolas Cage
0: film, <laughs> Tim? Um, there's a a terrible good one called uh, Snake Eyes, Ooh. where he plays like a. Never heard of it. It's I think it's Brian De Palma, which is one of your <sighs> favourites. Have I missed this? Right, it's actually on TV tonight. What? As well, I know, I know. Yeah, that's this is why it's in my head because it came up in. Oh, was it tonight? or Was it last night? It's all right. It's 2019. We it's on just, the internet. You can just watch it anyway. Yes. Um, but yeah, he plays a a corrupt cop, which is obviously a classic Nick Cage role. Rascal. Who's a who's at a is it a boxing match or a some sort of boxing, and someone like a political figure gets assassinated at this fight, and he has to investigate it. And it's yeah, but it's just it's really oh, it's a Brian De Palme film, and it's got Nick Cage in it, so it is terrible but really enticing. <laughs> Oh. And definitely worth, worth, worth your time. Snake Eyes.
1: Mm. What year was that? Do you know? I would, I would say around ninety. Let's let's look at that. We need to find that. We need to find 97. That. Ah, so quite a late Brian De Palma one.
0: Ninety-eight. I Ninety-eight. Know. Okay, yeah. I need to yeah. check that out. Yeah. Brian De Palma- Detective Rick Santaro has never played by the rules. <laughs> Uh, he attends a high-profile boxing match with his friend, Navy Commander Kevin Dunn, played by Gary Sinise. Oh, shit. I know. Oh, no, hang on
1: a minute. Gary Sinise, he's cool. CSI and Y. Cool. But he's not, mm. he's not Gary Busey. He's also one of I'm my Gary favourite Sinise.
0: Action Bronson lyrics. You know, Action Bronson has a habit of just dropping in and he of says course. something like, Shoot you in the back of your knees, Gary Sinise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Grossed $103 million somehow, but yeah.
1: Um, oh, he's a he's a great he's a, he's a, he's always a side man he's never the uh, he's always
0: the bridesmaid never the bride yeah but you know he's a, he's a solid guy um, so yeah there's a uh, a, a terrorist assassination um, and despite a lockdown on the arena the key witness escapes and Centaurio begins to suspect Kirkland's death is part of a much larger conspiracy that involves boxing rivals and a beautiful stranger oh, so that's got yeah. all the hallmarks of a classic shit film. Um, and yeah, it's on today on film four at ten past eleven. I am so sold on that. Mm. Um, what is the? Uh, oh God! What's your favourite? Have you got one? My favourite. What? My favourite Brian De Palma film. No, or... your favourite Nicolas Cage film. Oh, oh my God! I That's... mean, I like. Ra- is it Raising Arizona as well? I've not seen that. The is that the? Isn't it? Um, where they steal that baby? Um, him and uh, what's her name? Is it one of the Arquette's?
1: not a bloody clue oh
0: Holly Hunter that's it uh, I like the one the David
1: Lynch one that's amazing
0: that's sorry I should just say Raising Arizona is a Coen Brothers film so it's definitely worth watching you know, the Coen Brothers yeah yeah. 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 So, that's, so that's one of their films ok sorry. Well, Go I'm going to watch that
1: what else is there there's one that was not that long ago was it called Joe uh, it's about him and he, he's raising like there's a young kid who's like looking up to him and sort of becomes his sort of surrogate father and there's right. some killers trying to get them and oh my god that's a great film okay um,
0: uh, what else Have you seen eight millimeter no what the hell is that it's really I haven't seen it for years but all I know or I can remember is, I mean it's Nicolas Cage investigating probably a murder again oh no I think it's it's basically about snuff films and I just remember there's an, a bad guy in it called the machine. And he wears like a some weird the machine. BDSM mask.
1: Oh, it's very dark. That was my nickname for a while, actually, when I lived in Brighton. <laughs> not uh, for the same reasons. Heinzey. Well, ship, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Heinz and Enlish. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, so, so he wore a BDSM mask.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's some sort of BDSM mask, but it's quite a. Um, yeah, it's not a not a nice setting for a film, but it's quite. Um, that was the year after. That's 1999. So there's loads of. Uh, Classic nickname oh, around shit. that time, yeah.
1: So, Brian De Palma did Scarface, right? He did, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like a year later, did Body Double, which is a great film. And I think he did Blowout as well at some stage. And he did Cape Fear as well, didn't he? He's got loads of great films.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm
1: to Brian De Palma. Okay, I need to. Oh, see wait a minute.
0: 12. Oh, sorry. That 8mm film's also got Wacky and Phoenix in. And uh, he mu- There must be an Action Bronson and, line That mentions working the Fields. baddie is James Gandolfini Oh shit So that is uh, Yeah Oh and it's got that Peter Stormare guy in it. You know the um, I think he plays The killer in Fargo The original Coen Brothers film Yeah yeah You know the sort of He looks like Scandinavian oh, yeah, the freaky dude Yeah yeah yeah. Oh, also- there's
1: too many films To watch Not enough time yeah. We've got to get things done I know. Time's ticking The unstoppable March of time mm-hmm. Descending yeah. testicles, <laughs> grey hair, yeah, yeah, and then death,
2: death.
1: Yes, quite. Sorry, that took a dramatic tone. <laughs> um, well, I think we might have to make it a short one today because I am close to uh, sleep. Yeah. Um, not, not the uh, the big sleep. No, no, no
0: not. We know uh, that that wasn't that wasn't a lead in Hopefully, too well. a
1: good sensible eight hours or so, yeah. and uh, so we need to come back more compass mentis, as soon as possible yeah it may be through some sort of uh, super technological link up mm-hmm. but we can make that happen mm-hmm. you know we're men of the world yeah we can we can work at it mm. and uh, thank you very much if you've been listening to us yeah. blathering oh, on
0: um, I should just say we have now set up an email so you can contact us via that if you choose to oh um, word. what's the email is, son it is tell at gmail.com so slimtaxpod all one word at gmail.com use it wisely or use it stupidly I don't really care just just use it hit us up any questions any suggestions and then you've got our socials as well and um, yeah thank you for uh, for listening
1: you know what to do until next time peace peace
2: of London Town. The Asbo Disco in association with Hootenanny bring you a night of banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. banger Waller, yeah. Dr Syntax and Pete Cannon present their brand new album Wallop! with support on the night from Freak Boutique, Mr Switch's Garage, Rinse Out, and of course yeah, 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 the yeah. Asbo Disco. Come and get involved with an evening of DJing, uh-huh. MCing, dancing, hey. an absolute whirlwind of human interaction. Waller, R O A R. What does that mean? It means right of admission refused. So turn up smiling and looking stylish. Wallop! Limited cheap tickets at £5, limited cheap tickets at £7, buy four tickets for the price of three. That's online, but you can get them for £8 at the door. That's not that bad. One more time from the top, Saturday 12th of October, Hootenanny Brixton, Wallop! In association with the ASBO Disco. Be there. Wallop!